bass and hello sam yeah how are you how's everybody doing excellent what do you do you guys think what do you guys think is the easiest form of music to write songs for because i have an answer country christian rock well i did i did write a remember the country song i wrote years ago um well, I'm headed down Highway 99. I got the wind in my hair. My gun's loaded up, and I'm on the run. I, I, have, to, I, have, I have to imagine Christian rock is even easier because every song is about the exact same thing. Country, there's at least like four different Wait, you didn't, let me, you didn't let me hit the chorus. God is my no, pickup what? truck. No, I intentionally didn't let you hit the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I got to say, the hip-hop's the hip hop got to be pretty easy, too. I mean, as long as you're... Rapping about something and showing off—it's pretty easy. It's all the same goal. Yeah, it's always about having look sex. At my, look, at my, look at how much money I got. Look yeah. at my dick. Look at my woman. And that's about it. I got that rich dick. I got that rich <laughs> and then, dick. And then you end everything with a—you end everything with a Ric Flair. Woo! That's three things: money, your woman, your dick. That's three different angles. <laughs> yeah, which means Christian Rock has Jesus. They don't talk about Jesus's dick and his money. They talk about just Jesus. Yeah, Jesus, belief, passion. It's all, it's all there. No, but what I was going to say the is... End, the, end game, the end game is always the same for both. I was going to say, I think the easiest music to write is punk music. What's that? Yeah, well, because you'd be like, I don't want to go to school. I don't want to comb my hair. Ah, <laughs> ah, parents suck. Like, well, that's not I mean, Well, I mean, that's a specific type of punk music but well, you don't think <laughs> you don't think that's a I hit mean, single I, no not at all i don't want to cut the grass i don't want to do my chalk <laughs> ah, 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 parents suck that is not a hit single at all you know, i think it is <laughs> no well i mean try it it's not gonna work well, has, has punk ever had a hit single yeah, there's only Can been you a maybe a giant punk song that like uh, yeah baby. that you would hear like at a grocery store somewhere. Well, I mean, you know, punk is not much to be played at a grocery store. <laughs> yeah, but I think when I think hit, I think like I think like everybody knows Green Day, Blink One Eighty Two. Those are all punk bands. Yeah, but they're not. But, or, but like like Rock the Casbah or something. That's pretty popular bass. I mean, how about that's I want to sedated by the Ramones? I mean, that was a huge song. I want a bass today. In the UK by Sex Pistols. I mean, come on. I guess you're right, but I think I think because those bands are so like legendary, like the, the word punk like melted off of it. What, do you guys, the program, all right? guys, do you think a better name for the punk band would be the Dingleberries or just Poo? <laughs> wouldn't, there, um, wouldn't Poo? Isn't Poo a good name for a punk band? I would, think, I would, I would still think Woody the Poo or Poop, not, not, not like Poo, like Poop. Maybe just Poop. I think Poo is a horrible name for a punk band. How about Poop? I think that's even worse. <laughs> but the I think li- anytime you refer, I think anytime you refer to shit in a uh, cartoon way, it's not good. But can't you write? You could pretty much. We could make a whole album right now. Like bass. What's some make stuff it. you? You should make it. Let's see how it does. I don't want to brush my teeth. I don't want to comb my hair. Ah, 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 ah. inside. But it doesn't even have to be about parents, right? It could be like, um, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to punch a car. Ah, 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 bosses suck. Well, I mean, it, you Boston know, punk, sucks. punk in, his essence, in its essence was about a rebellion against 
you know, the mainstream popular culture. That's what punk is. So punk was. I don't know yeah. what punk is today, but. But you don't so, think that's a catchy song? Because all you, no, you, no, I, I think I think it's I think it's terrible, honestly. I you, really do. I'm just you, being honest. I think it's you, bad. Bass, you can't see a whole crowd going ah 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why don't you write? Why don't you write the song? Why don't you do it on like I just did. Band or like I was gonna say, Sam, if, if, Sam, if you haven't realized that that's the uh, the most Abe's gonna go with that song that Wait, you don't know very well. You got, guys, talk, talk amongst yourselves for ten seconds. Are we being recorded or is this for real? I guess he. I guess he's putting the finishing touches on the song, babe. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I, guess, I think. He, I, I think he's. Cool. He, I think he's doing it old school, where he actually is writing the music notes. He's crossing things out. I think he's in post production as we speak. <laughs> he's got Doctor Dre over there. Oh. Yo, you no, ready? I just, I just grabbed my guitar. Oh no! Oh, you gotta just go. Ah, that is, that is not a punk chord at all, by the way. <laughs> That's the worst punk chord I've ever heard. Ah, parents suck. You feel like you've played a lot of punk because that is not a punk chord. <laughs> it actually is. It just they don't play them on acoustic guitars. Yeah, take that one back to the shop and bring it back next week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come back on that one. That is not working for me at all. But you can pretty much just add any lyrics you want. I don't want to wash my ears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to trim my nails. Oh, oh, hygiene sucks. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe that's the angle. Uh, hygiene sucks. That, could it be three songs, or is that just all one song? Mm. Like, can't every song sound like that? I don't, I don't know, man. You wrote, you wrote it. I don't know. I was going to say, I was gonna say, do you want to waste it all on one single, or do you want to make an album of it? Yeah. But could you do on all of them? Ah, ah, ah. Like, is that allowed to do that same, that same line? I don't think there's any rules when it comes to punk music. He's asking, he's asking us like we're the punk dictionary. Like we know the rules. Well, no, that's yeah. like, not allowed. <laughs> yeah, actually, that that sounds like a practice of punk rules. Hygiene sucks. <laughs> you know what I bought? Um, I was I was on uh, I think it was Instagram or something. And have you guys seen the video of the kid who has? It's like a ball, and you're like boxing with it. But it keeps coming back to you. It's on a string. No. So you you it ba- sounds like something my cat would look at. Well, it's for like little kids, I think. But you you take it looks like the Daniel Sun headband, and there's a string with a ball, and you like punch the ball, and it comes back to you. And I just got it, and I was using it, and it's like <laughs> you just feel ridiculous using it. Like it's obviously something for a kid, and I was trying to do. I couldn't even do it. First of all, bring it over. There's. <laughs> It's awesome. Let's take a look. No, I think I, I can figure it out if we can. So, so it's kind of like one of those like paddles with the ball attached only. It just attaches to your hand. Is that what it is? No, it attaches to your head. Oh, my God. You, ra- you wrap it around your head, and then you punch. But it does, the ball doesn't hit you in the head. Like the way you, it's, were, you, were sitting there, you were sitting there in private with a ball attached to your head trying to bounce it off your head? I was. Yeah, just now. Literally wow. just like five minutes ago. Wow. Wow. If this punk song doesn't take off for you, I'm really worried. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
So, Abe, what have you been doing since the loop went under? Um, well, first I wrote a punk song called <laughs> Parents Suck by my yeah, new band, I wrote a Poop. Punk song. I've been bouncing this ball off my head. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, the loop is gone. I, I don't know how many people listen to this podcast listen to the loop. I think a lot of them only listen, but I think a lot of them do listen to the loop. Yeah. So, I'll give you an update. The update is that. I plan on being back very soon. I don't know what what the deal is yet, or well, where. You can't because the loop doesn't exist anymore. No, but I mean, there's all kinds of radio stations around the country. I think I think you you back in back in radio back in ah got gotcha, gotcha. yeah yeah not back in the loop base. There is no I was gonna <laughs> say the loop is a neat call, but I don't know what you're about. I'm gonna be back soon. Yeah, ba- like, base what? base. That's a good call that I won't be back in the loop. <laughs> yeah, is, that is the loop back? Is that an exclusive here? <laughs> The loop is still around on on the online, but it's not like you know. There's yeah. no there's no one on it. It's just music. Right. So, but anyways, if, in case you're wondering, I do plan on being back very soon. I have. Hey, have you thought about a Have you thought about a career in Christian rock? Because <laughs> that seems to be the that seems to be the future. I see the light shining down. I see the light shining down. That's pretty much every song. Yeah. <laughs> and I smile at the sky. You know what's crazy though? When I, I was, you know, I was looking at like uh, national, like radio ratings. These Christian rock stations actually do really well. Well, yeah, people who have like there's there's a big market for that nonsense. Well, there's certain people who have absolutely no edge to them at all. Yeah. And I think they just listen to the most cookie cutter possible. I mean, I thought cookie cutter was a station like the, like the mix type stations, right? But that's like hardcore compared to this Christian station. Like yeah. I bet, like if you if you listen to the mix, you're it's probably like devil music compared to these Christian stations. Yeah, oh yeah. Are you listening to that devil's music on the mix, man? But, you know, it, the guy who bought the station, every station he owns, he makes them all Christian rock. Well, no, he, he actually goes for, like, the iconic, like, rock station, the, the edgiest one, the one that has the most, like, heritage to it and likes to flip those yeah. because he thinks that's the uh, the negative message being sent out, so therefore he switches the negative to positive. Yeah, because he, he fought, he, he fought, well, he didn't take out K-Rock in L.A., but he took out The Sound, yeah. which is like a major rock station wow. in Los Angeles, and flipped it to that. This guy's a fucking asshole, isn't he? So he gets, he must just, get off on doing that. He's just sending a message, boys. Do we want to appeal to him? Should I just say he's a great guy? Is this, is this a great guy or what? No, we have no reason <laughs> to appeal to that guy. No, he would, he would, he would not like me at all. Here, here, I was going to say, Eddie... I'm willing to believe that him and anybody who follows that station does not know of an Abe Cannon podcast whatsoever. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure they're not listening to both. Yeah, they're definitely not making it past the punk rock song we just did. Yeah. No. But, but the thing about that guy is that um, he said, well, you either you can listen, and if you don't like it, change the channel. But, like, he's taking – I mean, here, here's the thing. He could do whatever he wants with it. He bought the station. He yeah. outbid our company for it. But don't don't get it twisted. They didn't like. They didn't flip the loop because of ratings or anything. 
It's a completely yeah, or, or money. They were doing it's a completely different. Well it's, yeah, it's a completely different company who bought the loop, and they only do. And, and oh, here's the thing I was going to say. Like, okay, so it's a Christian radio station, but twenty, and it's not. It's not his fault that twenty five people got fired, but by him taking radio stations and not bringing on any of the air staffs, all he does is take heritage stations. And just, okay, I don't want anyone from the station. I mean, that's not very Christian to, like, put yeah, 25 but, but people like, on a word. Well, yeah, but, but, hey, but like like Basha said, he was looking for, like, this more notorious stations, edgy heritage stations that probably have some notoriety. Those people don't fit in with what he's trying to do. Yeah, exactly. And, you know. But it doesn't matter. Man, even if, even- man, cow, man cow could not be on a Christian Although it would have been pretty interesting if you would have said, all of you can keep your jobs if you agree to be, to be reborn and baptized on the air. <laughs> yeah, you have to, the first week, the first now, week everyone gets baptized. I now don you Tim the Virgin and put the water on his head. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what would happen. Hey, hey, would you, would you be willing to sell yourself for the job? No, but I would, I would go, I would be Abraham then. Abraham, we will give you mornings at your own expense account. It's Abraham and his sidekick, Hagar. Yeah. <laughs> it's Abraham Hagar, or is it Rygar? What was her name? The, the whore that... Uh... <laughs> Instead of your prank calls, you would just be doing complimenting calls? Yeah. No, Rygar was... You, you... <laughs> yeah, Rygar's a video your, your whole first segment would, you, would be you calling all the people that you pranked and said, I'm sorry. Hello, my child. God, Abraham has to do like six months of repentance on the air. So many, so many apologies. So many hey, hey, it's Abraham on Caleb. Let's do virtual communion. Here comes the wafer. And now the you blood that, of Christ. You do that, that fake sound of like a crunch. Like a, yeah. And then like the drink, like the, when you drink the wine, it's like a flood sound of water. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh. It's Abraham in the morning. With my sidekick, Hagar. You know what is funny to me about, like, Christian rock? Isn't Christi- Christian rock, like, uh, almost, like, hypocritical? Because wasn't rock music supposed to be, like, the anti-establishment music when rock first came into its own in the 50s and 60s? Yeah, but like, they, they take rock and ruin it. Christian <laughs> fundamentalists hated everything rock stood for. So now how is... Christian rock even a thing. I mean, I don't know. I well, if, if if Creed had gone all the way, they probably would have been the uh, the poster job for this. But then when old boy got busted for snorting all sorts of cocaine everywhere, that kind of took the uh, wind <laughs> out of that. Coming up here on the Abraham Show, it's my two sons. Hey, you're going to want to join Abraham in the Ark. We have all sorts of cool personalities in here. We have one. We have we have one of each personality in this Ark. Here they come, Isaac and Jacob, right here on Caleb. <laughs> Right here on Abraham in the Ark. The Ark. <laughs> and, and do the DJs have to sing along with the songs like they do in church? Like they'll play in all the DJs? <laughs> they, leave the, they leave the mics on and just sing yeah. along with it. This is the feast of victory for our Lord. Amen. Hey, what's up? This is this is Daniel in the Lion's Den. We're going to listen to that song again because it got me. I hope it got you, Caleb. <laughs> Is Christian rock like rocked up versions of Bible hymns? Is that what Christian rock is? No, I think it's songs like, The sun is shining down on me. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. 
I, I remember in the nineties there were this, this this really lame fuckers. They were called Jars of Clay. I remember the. I remember, I remember people that. were into yeah. that. Yeah. You know what? They actually had a couple of songs that like crossed over to like mainstream rock radio, and they were a Christian rock band, and they were really bad, really terrible. Does yeah. Caleb play uh, Creed? What's that? Does Caleb play Creed? I said. I don't know. I haven't checked out their uh, their song list yet. <laughs> Isn't Creed the greatest Christian rock ever? Like, it, it took That's over? That's what you said. If it wasn't Roe Boys snorting all that coke, they would be like the uh, the poster child for but it. But they should still be. Like, you shouldn't you forgive your brothers? Well, like, that's, that just the brothers, that's just the brothers that have righted their, uh, the train, if you will. <laughs> Our brother Scott Stapp has, has fallen yet again. Well, six feet from the edge, and I think I, I, I just want to say that if Bass and Abe have put in applications for K Love, you both have not gotten the job after the last five <laughs> Well, first of all, if the name Levy comes across their, their table, yeah, exactly. they, they automatically think Christian. Yeah, exactly. They are definitely not doing a yeah. good job of vetting who's uh, going to yeah. be going on the air. Well, the, fir- the first thing they do at K Love is you have to go by your full name. So it'd be, I know your name is not Samuel, Sam, but they'd call you Samuel, Daniel, yeah. and Abraham. Yeah. And now the three. But that, sounds, but that sounds very biblical, though. That that trio of names. That it's a three. And now here, at Caleb Mornings in Chicago. It's the three wise men. Abraham here, of course, with Samuel and Daniel. Uh, coming up, we're gonna. Sarah wants to repent something she did yesterday. We'll go to her next. But before that, here's Amy Grant here on Caleb. And if you guess the magic word of the day, then you will totally get the cool prize. And if you guess Jesus for the 80th day in a row, you win the free trip to Florida for a seminar. And a Frisbee. Cool Jesus would be. And a Caleb Frisbee. And a Caleb, <laughs> and a Caleb Hacky Sack. We got Sarah on the phone. Hi, Abraham, I love you. I really have a crush on Daniel. Whoa, whoa, don't commit adultery now. Daniel's a married man, Sarah. <laughs> By the way, you're not you're not my wife, are you, Sarah? Just <laughs> yeah. a little joke from the Bible. You know, Sarah was my wife, and of course she had she couldn't have any babies because her, her womb was barren, so Hagar and I hooked up, and we had <laughs> Isaac. But then, of course, as soon as Sarah, remember you prayed to the Lord and asked that you could have a baby, and then at 101 years old, you had a son, my son Jacob, and I sent Isaac and Hagar out into the wilderness to be eaten by by animals. I don't know why that kid, I don't know why that kid looks like <laughs> Daniel, but it does. And by the way, that's a real story from the Bible that I just recited. I, I don't know if that, if that the station is they actually have to ask out the biblical characters, like the host, that's actually play the role of true biblical characters. They're, they're callers. The yeah. callers are the people that are in the Bible, so it's just oh, a, a jump off to uh, explain to people how it works. So, Sarah, what are you repenting about today? Well, for lunch yesterday, I ate an extra cook. Oh! You ate more oh, than you're allowed to mouth? hours confessionals. If you got something, confess it. We'll, get, we'll, we'll give you the Ted Elberry's to sleep it off. As you know, Daniel's a uh, minister here on the show, and Daniel, could you could you give her her punishment? <laughs> And lashings come on down to the studio. Oh, no. And by lashings, he means Hail Marys. <laughs> Hail Marys. Now we'll wait for you to That's do all fun. ten, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> by the power of Grayskull. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, ba- Bass is still employed. He didn't lose his job, so that's good. Well, I work for the Cluster. 
And, yeah, bass uh, doesn't work for the, the company. Loop. The company that that owns that own the loop owns my radio station. It has not been sold as of yet. Well, you're 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 in good shape because your your station's not up for sale. Yeah, but the only problem is when your station left, it creates what's called a restructuring of a company. And when that happens, that's when every guy gets in a room and says, "Okay, now that we lost the radio station, how do we shave as much more money down as we can?" Right. And that's when they, that's when you start seeing like people going, "Oh, I didn't know that person was." Oh, they're just firing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like which people- is what happened. And actually, to be honest, when when Abe Station went away, I, it was kind of known that Abe's the show that Abe was attached to was going to be flushed out of there. But then all of a sudden, I saw people crying, and I was like, "Hey, you know." Why are you crying? You don't even work for that station. Oh, I just got fired too. I'm like, oh, it's one of those. Well, it's like getting hit by shrapnel. Like you, like I, me, yeah. I was shot directly, but then all the people on the side just got hit. It's, exactly. It's like a revenge shooting, and then you accidentally shot like two two other people just walking their dogs. <laughs> I will say this though: everyone's so nostalgic about the loop. So, like, the radio industry should look at this and say, "Wow." Let's really push personality-based radio because that's what everyone's nostalgic about, right? right? That's what they all remember is all yeah. the personality. So I'm hoping that something is horrible because this is horrible, like what what happened. But I'm hoping that this leads to like great radio. I mean, if I were running a station, I know what I would do. Well, you would think you would think with all the options that are out there now. I mean, I've, I've you know since this happened, like a, a gajillion articles have come out. Yeah, and they've all said you know radio is you know competing with everybody now. There's streaming services, there's satellite radio. If you want music, you know there's so many options. But you would think this would be the push to okay, personalities are the only thing that you can really find on radio, right? And it seems like they're not really. It seems like nobody's really saying those words yet. Like that's a taboo thing to say because that may instantly turn off advertisers, and that would kill the industry. Here's what all, and, and let we'll, we'll wrap up this little thing about the loop because I'm sure people are some people are bored, probably not, some aren't. But here, here's how radio station should be run: the morning show should be like your main show, the afternoon show should be second best, and then middays and nights, and then overnights, and then weekenders. You should have you should be building young personalities in overnights and weekends. And they should be good enough to take over slots when they open up. If your morning show ever leaves, your afternoon show should be good enough to take over. If your afternoon show leaves, your night show, and so on and so forth. And if you do this, you're building up tons and tons of talent. And yeah. then if you have a huge company like we do, or that I did, you could put this great talent on mornings and afternoons in other markets because you're like just building tons of young talent. So, and if someone leaves, then you should be happy for them. Like, if someone gets more money to go somewhere, good. Okay, good. I want to see what my afternoon guy do anyway. So you just keep building, and then you just you never run out of talent, and then you're supplying talent to your other stations too, especially a big market like Chicago. Right. Like Chicago should be the place that all the talent right. comes out of. Chicago, well, Los I mean, Angeles. I think, this is, I think this is how it used to be, though. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, you would see like people from. The night shift take over like the second shift or oh, take yeah. over the morning show. You would see that all the time, and you would already know who they are. These stations had built a brand, and they built like a rapport with their listeners, so the listeners knew the entire staff. You knew everybody. So, like, if person you know person A leaves the station, he's the morning host. Well, everyone is rooting for person B to get the job because exactly they like, like that person B has been dying for that slot his whole life, right? So then he gets it, and then and then if someone gets, guess what? If so, let's say your afternoon guy gets a morning show across the street, so what? You have a night guy that's ready to move into right. the afternoon slot. You should just and people have, and people have been looking forward to that guy exactly going down that slot anyway. 
Yeah, so then they have... Like, it, it's kind of like, like late-night TV, like when David Letterman was like the night guy and Johnny Carson was in the mornings. Or yeah, the, uh, exactly. The Tonight Show. And then you knew when he was leaving, you're like, oh, sweet, Letterman's finally going to have that gig. Like, that's that's what people are... People are rooting exactly. for that, that the guy in the it's, second shift to make the wave prin- down. Same principle, exactly. I agree. I swear, if someone puts me in charge of anything, I know that I could do some crazy stuff because I, I remember when radio was just all personalities that, and that's when we were, that, that's why I say, I say this all the time. We were born, I was born in 81. I think that's the perfect year to be born in these times because we were the last generation that got to experience everything the way it used to be before all the technology, like iPhones and, and just computers, everything with computers, everything with phones, the internet. So we got both sides of it. Like the kids born you know, in like 2000 or something or 2005, they have no idea. Like they, they've never memorized a phone number. They've never had to like l- use a map to get somewhere. They never had to search the city for like a Danzig right. CD. No. So and you didn't have to write down directions in someone's house. Like, okay, so how do I get to your house again? And talk slowly. All my friends who lived in the suburbs, I just would not go to their houses because I'm like, I'm not going to get lost. Now I can literally drive to Miami right now. Yep. You know, honestly, I will, I'll say this. Uh, you guys obviously know more about this than I do. You guys are industry professionals. But, I mean, there's definitely, you know, everyone talks about radio's demise. Radio's not going anywhere. I mean, no. they just sold this frequency for tens of millions of dollars. There's still a lot of money in radio. I mean, oh, there's yeah. more competition. But there's definitely, a, there's definitely an audience for traditional radio. So, anyways, the bottom line is that I will be back <laughs> very soon, in case people are asking. Because I have a lot of people asking. And and yes, and yes, the and yes, the phones are ringing. <laughs> Don't you hate how everyone says that when you know they're full of shit? Yeah. Like I've talked, I've talked to multiple people who have been fired, and they're like, "Don't worry, the phones are ringing." No, they're not. <laughs> like you, you. The last time you you lost your job, it was like a ten year gap. Like oh, who- I will say, I, I will say this: that now that everybody's been fired, some people have been there at that radio station for like twelve, fifteen years. And they don't really know what it's like to go through unemployment right now. Whereas Abe and I are like, okay, I know exactly what to do from here. Base, when you were on unemployment last time you lost your job, did you have to do some kind of workshop? No. So I have to go and do some kind of workshop for people like who can't read or something? Like if you what? like like to like to like educate yourself somehow? For people who can't read. Yeah. Wait, is, really- is it almost like a uh, here's how to screw a light bulb. That way you can actually get a minimum payment job with with uh, yeah, it, the it's, grocery store and, I help, said, I and, said, help, and help make $10 an hour. And they're like, and you have to apply for some of these jobs. It's like, it's all stuff that I would never do because I'm looking for radio jobs. I mean, I'm not I'm not against like uh, stripping stripping fences or whatever, but I'm, I'm not just going to take a, a job stripping fences before, before I at least exhaust radio jobs. <laughs> oh, you're not. You're not. You're not going to get your unemployment. First of all, first of all, I got I got unemployment one time in my life, and it wasn't that long, right? Shouldn't I? Shouldn't I get unemployment now? Is like, shouldn't I get it for five years if I wanted it? Sure. I think you should get it for as long as you had a gig for. Get it for as long as you want it. <laughs> but okay. I mean, I haven't taken anything. So, and, and they're, they're making me take a workshop yeah. class. I'm like, That's I, horrible because you pay because you pay into your uh, your unemployment. Well, actually, so you don't. Your like you like, uh, work pays into it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. The money's on my behalf, right? 
So I have all those years in, three years at the loop. I can't even remember the last time I got unemployment. So why do I have to take a workshop? And, and it's it's like I know people who are in unions, they're on unemployment all the time. Like when you, you're out of work for three weeks, you get to just go on unemployment. Yeah. They don't have to take the workshop because they're in the union. So why do I have to take it? You know, I'm surprised you're not one of those guys who does a lot of workers' compensation stuff. I think you'd be pretty good at that kind of a, I'm going to take a job and then fake an injury for the next eight months. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome, right? (laughs) There's that, when when you see the way it works, there is definite ways to take advantage of the system. Like you could. Oh, Lord, yes. You could work for six months and then collect for six months. Don't you guys have a friend who always takes a job and just somehow finds a way to like get injured on the job? Yeah, like slips on a toilet seat or something. We do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Slip on a toilet seat. Base, base. Every, job is just, every job is just another ticket to another unemployment uh, period. You know the guy at the unemployment office, too? He knew I, I worked at The Loop because I, I put on their like, uh, radio uh, personality or something. And he goes, We were waiting for you, Abe. He goes. He goes, Let me get. He goes, Let me let me put two and two together. Did you work at The Loop? I said, Yeah. You're like, what gave it away? The jacket up that I'm wearing says the loop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but he's like, oh, I just saw that uh, they uh, they're gone, and you put radio personality. So let me put two and two together. Do you work at the loop? I'm like, is, yeah. Is the unemployment office is it like the uh, impound where you go get your car for the tow? Is it like that? <laughs> like, are, they, are, are they that mean? No, they're the one I went to. They're actually nice for the most part. Did he, did he, did he do the old? Uh, Look both ways, kind of try to lean into you a little bit and go, I'm glad you came in. We have a perfect gig for you. <laughs> Stripping fences yeah. just came in. This lady's like, you ha-, she's like, you have to apply for three jobs. And I said, well, I'm not going to take any of them, though. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get a job in my field. Well, that's how it works now. And then you have to also be back here Monday for a workshop. Oh, what? I, I wouldn't even do it. Okay, this is how you write your name on a sheet of paper. A question? <laughs> Abraham, do you have a question? Yeah. Um, so so what so what do we do with the sheet of paper once we fill it out? You give it to your boss. It's called a resume. Okay, Abraham? Abraham. Oh, wait, wait, are you serious? This is serious? Yeah, I have to take a workshop class. In order to get your unemployment, you have, you have you have to show that you've applied for at least three jobs. That's another thing, some kind of work thing. You have to like do something uh, where you say, maybe, maybe who knows, maybe because see, I'm ignorant to this whole thing. I'm sure there's people who are like experienced unemployment people who are always on who'll be like, no, 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 no. I've I've been in and out of gigs before where I've had to go on unemployment, but it was never like. I mean, the only thing I've heard is that it's short. Like there used to be a thing where you are unemployed, you file for the unemployment, and you get six months of it. And then you're usually eligible for another six months. And then after that, you could do another six months, but then you have to, like, every two weeks, you have to, like, send a a list of places that you're applying for and, and that. <laughs> but I know when my wife was recently on it, she only had six months, and that was it. So I, I assume that they're figure, trying to figure out ways to crack down on people who are doing what you just said, like get a gig for about however long they can and write out that unemployment, but to have you do a workshop on how to fill your name out, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> that, that's, I mean, she said, you know, they teach you how to look for jobs. I said, I've had a job. Can I just give yeah, you my... I, first of all, I'm I went 37 to... 37 years old. What's going on here? 36. I'm still young. You'll be 37 by the time you 
to get another job. Anyway. What? You don't think I'm going to be working until August? <laughs> I'm just joking. Damn, son. I'll be back way before. I'll be thir- I'll be a 36-year-old hey, hey, employee. Hey, 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 very sensitive about the age thing. You got to be careful. Yeah, I, why are you so sensitive about that? Like, whatever I like, make a joke. Yeah, like, really thirty-six like, years old. Well, it's yeah. different. Thirty-six in four months and two days. You're, you're well, 36, wait, thirty-seven. Same shit, man. Those base, I know. Who cares? Wait, base. You're thirty-eight, right? I know. I'll be. I'm, I'm thirty-seven. <laughs> but you'll be thirty-eight <laughs> in, in April, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't care if I'd be forty-eight in April. Why, <laughs> why, why do you always have to like put it down like that? Well, I mean, once you, I, I don't know, man, once you hit, like, mid-30s, I, I feel like the age doesn't really seem to matter anymore. Dude, we're guys. Really, we're yeah, men. Really it doesn't matter. matter. I don't, if someone called me 38 and I'm 37, I really wouldn't be mad about it. No, if someone said, hey, you look like you're about 45, I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, Jill. <laughs> but you, you don't, told wait, me if, someone, if someone told you you look 45, you wouldn't be insulted? No, I'd be like, all right, I'm, I'm already, <laughs> Sam, I'm married, wait, I have a kid, I'm pretty, much, I'm, I'm pretty much glued to the fact that I'm, that I, I look like a train wreck for the rest oh, wait, of my that's life. A, that's, a, that's a horrible, that's a horrible insult when you're 37. You look like you're 45. You like that? Dave, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Hey, Dave, let me let me help you out. Dave, I can't always tell a difference between 35 and 45. I can't always tell a difference between 25 and 35. It's hard to tell. I know, but if someone says, tell. if someone tells you you look 10 years old. <laughs> They looked at me and said, you're looking about 63, and then I'd be like, well, that's a complete flip <laughs> I mean, of my age. Now, no, 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 not, not to brag, but people tend to think I'm a little bit younger than me I am. Me too. Maybe, maybe one day they'll think I'm older. It doesn't matter. I don't really give a shit. I, 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 judge it, I judge it by the grocery store. If I, if I grab like a, a six-pack of beer and a lady's not running over to grab my ID and she just, how are you doing, and does a whole scan through, I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm past that age of where they think I could actually be younger than 21. So, Well, that's how I know when I'm, all. I know I'm looking like shit when I'm at the casino and they don't check my ID. Somebody looking like shit it means you're a, you look like an adult. I know, but, but you, can't, you can't look seventeen for the rest of your life. They're supposed to check everyone under the age of like forty or something. Oh. <laughs> they don't, but that's what—that's like the excuse. I mean, like, I don't know, man. Clearly, you look like you're over twenty-one. I mean, I don't think that's an insult. I yeah. got—I got carded at an event last night. I had to like dust off my license to give it to the guy. I'm like, oh, serious? Here you go. He's like, I, you look like you're forty-five, but I got to <laughs> check. You look like you could be twenty. I do. <laughs> I didn't say that. God, I don't feel it. Well, I mean, you, the face, you don't look old. I mean, you look like just a normal. Yeah, but I, I, I do look like I'm, I look like I'm older than the age of somebody who's fresh out of a fraternity, aren't I? Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, mean, I, have a lot of, I mean, come on. I'm trying to soften the blow, man. Come on. I have a lot of wear and tear on me. No, I'm, I, I, was, I was flattered. I was flattered. Base, anytime you ask me to do something and I say no, don't you always just assume I'm lying? I assume you're lying 99% of our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but so, okay. So, okay. So, you know, you know, when you ask me to do something that I'm, let, let's say I really am busy, right? And we've talked about on this podcast before how I always, my go-to lie is always, oh, I'm going to go to my uncle's house, right? Right. I mean, a hun- almost, I'd say 98% of the time when I say that it's a lie but recently, I really did go to my uncle's house, and I really said I was going there, so it was I was telling the truth. And then the person's like, you're lying, you're lying. But, like, 
let's say I'm lying or I'm busy, right? Why would you still want to hang out with me knowing that I'm lying to you, right? Yeah, true. Like, if I'm lying to you, obviously I don't want to hang out with you. So shouldn't you take that as like, man, I'm not talking about you, base. I'm talking about in general. Usually, I was going to say, I think I, I, think I asked her to do something with you maybe once a year now. Yeah, anytime base. So if, I, if, I ever, if I ever do ask you, like, oh, I got to go to someplace, I'm like, all right, well, then I guess I'll just talk to you about it next year. Well, I open the door to base. In fact, in <laughs> fact, I... We'll, I, we'll, we'll, circle, we'll, circle, we'll circle back in a year. <laughs> if you see if your oh uncle is still alive and you still want to use that excuse on me. <laughs> oh, I, I've actually opened my doors. I've, I've grilled some beautiful burgers that I could have ate all week, but instead, I actually... Base was... I don't know. He's driving home, and I opened my doors to base, and we had quite oh, the feast. That. Look at it that. was nice. It was nice. He 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 grills a meat steak. So not only I gotta say, isn't it surprising that Abe is actually very proficient on the grill? I mean, I was shocked. Well, I the minute Abe said he started watching a lot of like Gordon Ramsay videos, videos on YouTube, I'm like, oh shit, I'm coming over. Whatever <laughs> Abe, whatever Abe like, whatever he gets into something, he goes a thousand percent in, and it only lasts for maybe three weeks. Yeah, you're right. So that you're right. If it's if it's something like food. And he said, oh, I've been studying Gordon Ramsay. I'm like, shit, I'm coming over every day of the week until this one runs out. Base, you made a great point. Okay, let, let, let's let's give a, just a couple quick examples. And by the way, Base, I just want to let you know I, I don't lie to you. As you know, like I said about the grilling, I just wanted to make that clear. <laughs> now, no, that was awesome. Here's a couple things I did for three weeks, then stopped. I started doing stand-up comedy where I would go to open mics. Did that for about three weeks, was writing jokes, stopped. I started up a radio station called The Rock of <laughs> Chicago. I literally stopped after two weeks. Uh, I, I liked uh, it. No, it's good. I'm going to bring it back eventually, but I'm just saying, like, I, 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 I was teaching myself how to use Photoshop. I, 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 I was watching all this stuff on YouTube. I did that for one week, and I stopped. Um, <laughs> literally anything I do, I stop immediately. It's only until you try to the photoshopping. The only thing that stopped you was that somebody went, "Oh, that looks totally fake," and then that ended. <laughs> I will say, Abe, Abe tried to pass it off as something he found online, and someone, went, "Oh, that's totally fake." I will say this though: of all those teams, the burgers, Abe is very good on the grill. I mean, I've seen. Yeah, him. he is. Limited, he is awesome. Limited experience, he really is good on the grill. I, I never watched video like YouTube videos. When I started grilling, I just did it because I was yeah, hungry. It, and then I started yeah, watching YouTube videos. And it was like, hey, I got a new place in a barbecue grill game. So I watched about six hours worth of Gore Ramsey. And before you do it, I was already like knocking on his door. Like, what are we, <laughs> yeah, what are we I mean, growing? What are we growing? I consider myself a decent cook, but I mean, that's a lot of years of. Yeah, it's of trial and error, trial and yeah. error. That he's like, yeah. he's like, I watched Gordon Ramsay make burgers, and now I'm like, before he could even say, now I'm, I was like, <laughs> knocking out his door like a six pack of beer, going, let's roll. That was awesome. I think Pace and I ate two pounds of ground beef and like, uh, like a a, a, a thirty six ounce ribeye or something. No, he's like, yeah, I just made a, I just made about three pounds of like flank steak. I'm like, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I and of actually, course, he goes, help yourself to the mayo, which was like a tub of it. Yeah. Based the mayo's in the refrigerator. You know, it's funny. You brought that up, Base, about the guy who said. So I, I took a, the picture of Suge Knight and I. And in the Tupac and Biggie show on USA, that new TV show, I photoshopped. I the, that, that, that Suge Knight meeting, that was your proudest moment in life. Because I that picture, <laughs> if I, it finds a way to come up so many different scenarios. That is. Oh, the, I will I mean, say this. I will say it is pretty awesome because whenever like something awesome. comes up like that, like no one, none of us. I I think I know one guy 
in radio who has a picture with Biggie Small like three days before he was killed in California. And I thought that was cool. But then Amen shook night, and that is way cooler. In Vegas, the scene of where Tupac was killed. <laughs> but, okay, okay, so, okay, so. And Joey, just explain the story one more time for people that are just tuning in. Tell people the words that you said to Suge Knight as you approached the <laughs> So I was at the, this is back when the Palms was hot. And I'm pretty sure I was 21, so it would have been 19, or 2002. So Suge Knight still mattered in 2002. And I was. And, and also, and let, me add, let me add one thing. This is also before all these like movies came out. Where they had like portrayals of Suge Knight being the guy that would like kill anybody on site for just like stepping <laughs> up to him or like by then, hello. by then, by then it was just known that he was like a giant mobster. Oh yeah, you you didn't you didn't mess with Suge at all. You didn't hear you didn't really hear the blow by blow stories, and there weren't like you know made for TV movies that showed what kind of villain he really was. Like it was just you just knew. What's, was right. it was it Kim Kardashian who said she created the selfie? Because I I swear to God now I believe I created the selfie because that was the first ever selfie with me and Suge Knight. Go on. I took that picture. It was a selfie, and no one had ever done it before. So, anyways, I was at the Palms coming downstairs from the Ghost Bar. It was like I don't know, one in the morning, two in the morning, and Suge was checking into the hotel. <laughs> and I I I like ran up to Suge Knight, and all his boys swarmed in. Like, damn! And he's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, yo, Suge, what up, baby? Oops. <laughs> Did you really say it like that? Yeah, like, Suge, what up, baby? You threw your voice like that, too? I, I think I just said, Suge, what up, baby? But when I said baby, I did I did change it up like that. What up, baby? I think I'm like, Suge, what up, baby? And then he gave me the uh, the handshake hug. And all his boys oh, came in. I know in, that, yeah. All his boys came in to kill me. He's like, no, 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 he coo, he coo. And then, like, and then I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, Dre introduced us back in the day. And I, first of all, first of all, I was I was 21 years yeah. old, right? That could have that really gone south. This I was know. this was many years after he hated Dre, and I didn't even think I was a moron. I just said that because I was trying to think of something to say. And then by I got the time he was even hanging with Dre, we were like 11 years old. Yeah, exactly. And by right, the time right. I got the picture, I think after the picture, he was done with me. Like I think he was like, "Fuck this boy." What's that noise? Hmm? What do you oh, guys- sorry. That that was me. That was me. What was that? I actually so I made this um <laughs> I made these overnight grains and I was supposed to check them in two at a two hour mark, so I'm checking to make sure they're hardened. Sorry about that. What's I, the noise though? I'm chewing them to see how they are. No no, it's like Yeah, I was hearing that motor that motor sound for a while. It's been going on and off this whole time. Sam, are you on a motorcycle? Oh, no, 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 I'm not no, that's not me. Oh, okay. It was just a chewing. Sorry about that. Man. I was taking a sec. I, ha- I had to check those out, man. I had to do it now. Base, have you ever gone to the- Base? Have you ever gone to the Sybaris Casino or the Sybaris uh, Suites? No. So basically, it's like you go there to have okay. sex or whatever, right? It's like yeah, a- it's like a, it's a room with like a pool and a jacuzzi and like sex swings. I would what? say, wait, what is this? Yeah, it's like it's like uh, it's Sybaris. It's you like a suite. Oh, like the like the spa. It's not a spa. They have hot tubs in the rooms. Yeah, you I literally you, you literally get a room. And it's just like every possible way to like have sex. Oh, I mean, I, I thought that was the thing in like the nineties. I didn't know that was still around. Yeah, it's still around because I saw a commercial, and I I, I was talking to my how friend. Gross is it in there? Well, that's what I was going to say. 
I, and I heard the rooms are like very clean, but I said, we, what we should do, we should get one of those rooms and then everyone just jerks off over everything in the room, like the wall, the bed, the phone, like the, like you, every, like just have a ton of people come in and just jerk off all over everything and then just see how clean they could get the room. And then afterwards, come by with, a, with one of those uh, black yeah, one of those, lights. Yeah, one of those black lights and just see how much was left well, over. I know for a fact I jizzed all over the television, so let me see if they got to that yet. <laughs> and that's our show on payload for <laughs> I just think it's funny to walk in there and just start jerking off over, on everything. I mean, so, like, so do you bring like your wife or girlfriend or like are hookers there? No, I don't no, really no, no. You, you, bring, you bring your wife or girlfriend. Yeah. That is really kind of disgusting, actually. I was going to say, if you pay that much for a hooker, then you're really, really <laughs> taking it to another yeah. level. <laughs> Did you guys see... Okay, so Ryan Seacrest got accused a while ago of whatever he did to his assistant. We, we're we not sure yet, but what, what did she say? Like he was humping her yeah, or something? sexual assault allegations, correct? He's like, yeah. he's like grinding on her. He's like <laughs> grabbing her behind. What's, what's wrong with these guys? <laughs> he's not, Honestly. He's terrible. Just so the ladies who listen, just so you know, I've never done any of that stuff. And most guys I know don't do any of that stuff. No. Because they're making it like all guys do this stuff. They don't. First they, of all, I don't know anybody. I don't. I don't know anybody that I've ever met in my life has the gall to even do something like oh, that. Oh, I, I do. Guys do. I do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I can think of five right, well, people. I, I myself do not know these people. No, I've I've met people who do stuff like that. In fact, I I pretty much am in radio because a guy I worked with got fired for sexual harassment, and then I had to do his job for a while. That's how I like started in radio. This oh, was, so look at the sexual harassment get made you made your career. Well, in two thousand one, before it was like cool to, you know, get people fired for sexual harassment. This guy got fired for sexual harassment before it was cool. Before it was a thing. Like <laughs> you had to do a lot in two thousand one to get fired for sexual harassment. Yeah, back, to get, before it was before it was cool to get fired for sexual yeah. harassment. Before it was the hottest thing. Shouldn't you have to put on your before, like before it was trending? Like yeah. you, you know, you know how like um, like. Certain crimes, they'll disappear. Like if you get a DUI or whatever, after seven years or whatever, it disappears from oh, your uh, record. Before yeah. Cold gets fired for <laughs> But wait, base, base, hang on, I'm going somewhere with this. So, if you get fired for sexual harassment, shouldn't the date of your your firing be very important? Like, if you got fired in 2001 for sexual harassment, you have to be a deviant, right? You yeah, have you to have be what. Yeah. I mean, if you got yeah, fired yeah. in 2018, at least you could be like, man, something. You have to be like at Harvey Weinstein levels at the very minimum. Yeah, exactly. Because no one got fired for sexual harassment in 2001. No, no. People would like have their like shaking their dick out and stuff. No one would care. <laughs> Jeffrey's hilarious. Wait, uh, wait. In fact, uh, uh, now, you get, now you get fired. Be like, hey, Sonia, that's a nice shirt you're wearing today. That's sexual harassment. Oh yeah. But there was a girl that I worked with, and Tony Clifton came in studio, and I think he like threw fake cum at her, <laughs> and like no one got fired oh for God. that. It wasn't real, wow. but but like no one got fired. Wow! I think she quit after that. <laughs> but like, but like, yeah. but like what nothing. With Tony Clifton, right? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, if you if you get fired for if, if you were 
if you were fired pre-2015 <laughs> for sexual harassment, and, and the further back it goes, the bigger scumbag you had to have been. Like, a 2001... No, I, would, I, would even go, I, would, I would go anybody pre-2017, because that's like when it really was like... That's what it took over. Yeah, but like a 2015 sexual harassment firing, I think people are more sensitive, but in 2001, man. Yeah. yeah. You had to have done some messed up stuff. I would agree. Do you guys think um, that, we've talked about this before, but because we're talking about the Sybaris, I was talking to Sam about that guy, Button Dick, that I saw at the gym. Was yeah. it, That was you, right, Sam, that I was... We, yeah, we were I, mean, talking I heard you. Yeah. No, that was me. That was me. I've heard this button dick multiple times. But. No, but the guy, I'm just saying that guy button dick. But those are the guys who love sucking on feet. Oh, God. Because they, to make up for their button dick. The Rex Ryan of the world. Yeah, Rex, base, perfect. You know, you know Rex Ryan isn't like Mandingo. No. Like, he doesn't have his junk, he, he, probably, he probably keeps his junk hidden, like, his, like, you heard Kevin Smith, right? He said when he had a heart attack, all he cared about was not showing his junk. Really? Yeah, he's like, I, I told the guy, he he needed to shave me down there for something, and I'm like, please, please don't. But the guy's like, you know you're dying, right? Like, we have to we have to take your pants off you right now. But his whole thing was he didn't want to shave. So, like, I think those guys who suck on feet, they're doing it to make up for that problem. Like, well, at, least they have a, at least they have a plan B. Because they, <laughs> they can't satisfy the lady. So they get into all that sick shit with, like, feet. Like, who would ever want to suck on a foot? Honestly. Meanwhile, base, meanwhile base loves sucking on feet. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, I got, meanwhile, I'm ankle deep in my mouth <laughs> right now. <laughs> what, what if her feet were on his lap right now? He was just getting ready to suck up. Yeah. Well, she's got a, a, a prattle, one of those uh, cattle prods in my ass. Keep walking around, baby. <laughs> Keep walking around. Get them stinky. <laughs> That's real ripe. That is weird how they like, those guys like them stinky. I know. Like, they prefer <laughs> the feet to stink. Yeah. What, what, what's, what, where's the benefit there? Like what? What? What's better? What's better about a dirty foot than a clean foot? It's natural goodness. A weird conversation, then. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up on that. Uh, we will get back to. <laughs> oh wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. I I, I do want to bring up one last thing. Next week, Caleb. Coming up on Caleb. We'll wrap it up on that. On next week's show. Moses and Noah join us live, <laughs> and no, no, he's not. We made, we made we made some mistakes this week, but we'll be repenting next week. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next week, we're going to have a boat show in Noah's Ark. Maybe next week we'll sit a little less. <laughs> pray for us, hey, pray for us. <laughs> but after all, we're only human. Coming up, why do turtles have herpes? Turns out it's from polluted water. More on that with Isaac coming up next right here on Kayla. <laughs> Father Pat will join us to tell us how to curb that. <laughs> you know that's a real story, right? <laughs> turtles are getting herpes from the polluted water. Is that right? Yeah, look it up. Okay, so I want to wrap it up. You can look that up while Terrible. I'm selling this. It really is a, uh, a man's homework, work. Nothing, nothing says good podcasting like giving homework assignments. 
You should. I mean, look. I mean, I'll, that's all I can tell you is to look it up because it's a true story. If you don't believe right me, on. you could take my word for it, base, which you should. I will. But I'm saying, if you don't believe me, just look it up. Yeah, after I get this foot out of my mouth, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go googling. Mm, man, this foot's good. Mm. So I'm playing poker, and there's a guy in a wheelchair, and he's talking smack about his girlfriend. Now, keep in mind, he's in a wheelchair, and he kept <laughs> he kept referring to himself as trouble, and then he would talk about how he has a coin collect, like. A guy in a wheelchair yeah. who collects coins is talking about hey, talking hey, smack. We, we deep dive into the people that you interact with at a at a casino. Yeah, yeah hold, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you could do it. You we could don't. Do we don't. We don't. Day. Yeah, let's let's do that one next week because that's a uh, that's another hour of uh, who else did you run into at the casino? Well, I ran into this guy with an oxygen <laughs> tank. I ran in, I ran into a guy in a wheelchair. Referred to himself as trouble, talking shit about his woman. You know, you know what you never hear, base. You never hear. Yeah, I was at the casino and I met this guy, and he's a senior lecturer at Harvard. He's, <laughs> he's going to be on uh, CNN with Anderson Cooper tonight. You never hear that. It's always he gave about, me. He gave me. The, he gave me the greatest stock tip, and now I'll never yeah. have to go to. I'll never have to go to play yeah. a poker tournament again. <laughs> That's what you want here. Well, here, real quick, real quick, real quick. Let me just tell you because this guy's in a wheelchair, he couldn't walk, and he's talking shit about his girlfriend, and then he said. He goes, yeah, my wife passed away five years ago, but, uh, you know, I, what do you want me to do? Just be in mourning? My son thought I should be in mourning, but I'm old. I can't wait around any longer. And he, I'm trouble, right? He said, he goes, I'm old. He goes, uh, I don't want to waste any time. My son thought I should be mourning for, like, five years. I'm horny, man. I'm just confiding in you, like, Jesus. <laughs> no, this was to the whole table, including the female de- uh, dealer who he was hitting on. Wow, that's weird, man. So anyway, well, now they, like, now they, I am sure, could probably fill up a, a deck of all the guys that have sexually oh, harassed them. <laughs> they do. They, I'm sure. I'll tell you this: the Me Too movement has not hit poker tables. <laughs> every I like guy, how every, I like how everything has not hit like Vegas yet. Like, oh man, we've banned smoking in the last twenty years in places. <laughs> not in casinos. Yeah. Nope. Still smoke here. That is true. They, uh, they, everything messed hookers, up. Hook, hookers. Hookers. Proved to be a very shitty and and scenic route when at any public establishment. Not at the penny slots. <laughs> nope, nope. Nope. Hookers could just hang out and play slots. <laughs> that is funny when you're in Vegas, you think someone's hitting on you, then realize it's a hooker. Like it's oh, like wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Like all of a sudden this girl's super interested in your roulette strategy. And I'm like, wait a minute, how is this only attracted the woman ever said to me she looks like I look like I've lost weight. And then she said you look like Vin Diesel. You look like Vin Diesel. Yeah. This girl actually confused me and said I look exactly like Bruce Willis. That's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> Weren't you I've in Death Wish? I thought I had a similar body to Bruce Willis. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm in Death Wish if you want to go see it. You'll see me in it for five seconds. <laughs> Here's an exclusive. You want how much money I got paid for Death Wish? I was going to ask you, dude. Was that a good check? Yeah, 800 bucks. Nice. That's not bad. And Abe posts a picture of the envelope, and he checks into a little place called the Horseshoe Casino with that check in his hand. I know. I didn't. You know what's funny? I swear to God, Is I didn't. Right? Re- you know, no, no. No, I swear to God. I swear to God, I did not know that it said I was at the Horseshoe Casino. And then yeah. I looked. I looked at it after. I'm like, oh shit, that looks that looks I'm ridiculous. Like, what a scumbag! Yeah, <laughs> no, but you know what? I posted that the next and, day. And let me guess that that check is long gone, isn't it? 
Uh, I think some, it was smoked before that before that picture so, got taken. Yeah, I think I, I think I think some of it is. <laughs> I, I would I would guess that a good amount of that it is. That whole check was probably gone in eight. In, the amount of time he was in death wish check was. Oh gone God, yes. If you want to know what I've done since I've been unemployed, now, what is it, like four days, five days? I've been at the casino twice. I put that ball on my head that I was punching, and I... You made burgers. I, you made burgers. That was, that's and, you made, and you made one heck of a punk song. I made a punk song, and I, uh, yeah, that's it. Haven't, and, and then tomorrow I'm going to a workshop to learn how to write my name on a sheet of paper. <laughs> I'd like that to be Facebook Live. I don't know how people love being like some people are like, man, aren't you enjoying your time off? It's not really time off when you don't know when you're going to get paid next. No. Yeah. Unemployment's not like, so, it's not like and, and I don't know, like unemployment doesn't cover my bills. I'll tell you that. Mm-mm. So it's not awesome to be on unemployment. They don't give you that much. money. Luckily, luckily you have podcasting, which is a very lucrative. I know. Very lucrative endeavor, which is still free, by the way. Even though I'm out on my luck, even though I'm I down, day, which, 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 ironically enough, is now we start to charge twenty dollars a month. By the way, if it was up, to, if it was, if it was up to, if it was up to base, everyone listening would be paying for this. Why don't we just put? Why don't we just? Why don't we just put up something uh, that says you could donate money? A dollar a month. Dollar a month. <laughs> People can have all the podcasts they want. A dollar a month. You if won't I, even do. If anyone feels bad about me me losing my job, you should each send base a dollar. That sounds good to me. <laughs> That's why basically said you should have one of those Amazon wish lists that like escorts have. I would take it. Oh, and then they thank people like I want to thank Dan Levy for buying me that Kangle hat and the iPad. <laughs> And I want to thank Sam Cannon for buying me those Harry Potter books. Kangle hat? Who's the word that Kangle hat? <laughs> strip like escorts do. I guess so. It's... Wow. <laughs> All right. Kangle hat. Jesus. Well, let's wrap it up. I, I, I have to wake up early tomorrow for a, a, a workshop class. All right, boys. We'll talk to you again next week. All right. All right later. See ya. Thank you, Abe. For all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.